Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Popcorn Score. It is Kay again, and today we're going to be talking about Free Guy, directed by Sean Levy. Now, this is the movie starring Ryan Reynolds, where he is an NPC or non-playable character in a movie called, or in a game called Free City, and it kind of follows him as he discovers that he's not in a game, and crazy shenanigans ensue. Yeah, I went into this movie with very low expectations. I was somewhat excited to see this movie just because, you know, I like playing video games. I consider myself a gamer, I guess. But yeah, when I came out of this movie, I came away blown away how fun and good it was. I mean, this movie is just so fun to watch. Even if you're not really into like video games or nerd culture or anything like that, this movie is still really fun. I, th- I feel like, you know, it, it it is definitely a love letter to video games and gaming culture, Although sometimes I can't help but think that it's also poking fun at gamers and gaming culture as well. But yeah, it's got a bunch of references to video games and gaming in general. And yeah, Free City is clearly a Grand Theft Auto-like game where players are put in in a city and they go around doing random jobs and missions to collect money and, and all sorts of gear. And as a gamer myself that keeps up with many aspects of the gaming sphere, it was interesting to see them reference things like streaming influencers, even getting some huge ones like Ninja and Pokimane to cameo as themselves, and which was really fun to see. And they even throw in like commentary and shade towards like the corporate nature of the gaming industry right now, and actually turn that concept into the main villain of the movie, which is pretty clever. Like the over-monetization of games and the sheer toxicity and greed of the game-developing companies... I mean, they're clearly poking fun at EA, Activision, Blizzard, and Bethesda, and all those game developers that are just, yeah, pretty bad. The story is not only really fun and funny, but it's got a surprising amount of depth to it, too, like tackling themes like existentialism, free will, individuality. It's almost like a video game version of The Truman Show, which is very interesting. As you see, Ryan Reynolds' character Guy sort of realize that he's no longer in a game, And then sort of wants to win the love of a player character, like a human person. And then there's this sort of, I don't even want to call it a B plot. It's almost like just a parallel second A plot where the creators of the game are trying to get the game code back from from Antoine, the, the main villain of the movie, so that they can get their game back because he stole the code to their game. And so both these sort of stories kind of intersect really well. And and it's fun to see like the two parallel worlds kind of like in, in tandem with each other. It's pretty fun to watch. And yeah, the, the human characters are played by Jodie Comer and Joe Keery, which are the other two leads. And they're amazing as well. And especially Jodie Comer. I had never really seen her in anything else. And It's pretty amazing how she essentially plays two different characters in the movie. As I thought at first, her real-life character Millie and her in-game character Avatar, the Molotov girl, were two different actors. But she plays both of them, but it makes she makes them so distinct from each other, it's hard to tell that they're both played by her. Like, I remember when I saw the trailer, and then I saw Millie's character in the movie, I was like, are these two people different actors? But then over time, you start to realize... Oh, she is the same person. And yeah, just kind of pointing out the the great acting chops on her. And of course, Ryan Reynolds gives everything to the role. You know, I think what really sells this movie is the actors and their performances. And 
yeah, like pretty much in all of his movies, Ryan Reynolds just goes all in on his roles and gives it everything to make Guy a really fun and funny and likable character. And he has this like childlike innocence because essentially he gains sentience almost like overnight. And yeah, he's got a lot of heart, but you also, you know, give him a, a lot of a good amount of emotions and depth to him. Like, and he has got some real motivations. And there are moments where he feels like a fully fleshed out and real person, even though he's just a video game avatar character. But yeah, the the world of Free City is really interesting and actually pretty well realized too. For a movie that seems to rely heavily on CGI, it doesn't really ever take you out. And I don't know if it's just because the game is set in a video game world, but it's still set in like a real city, or at least it looks real. And so, yeah, you never really are taken out of any sort of CGI effects. And I never noticed it throughout the movie. And it just looks pretty, pretty well, like, composited together. And, and, and the both elements just seem to, like, really flow well. And, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I think if there were a couple cons I had about this movie is, while Taika Waititi is an awesome actor and, I, and, and also director, and I love him, but I feel like... He's a little miscast for this, for the role of Antoine, the villain. Like, he's almost too likable and funny to be the villain. And I feel like I needed someone a little bit sleazier to really hate Antoine. Because I'm supposed to hate Antoine as much as, like, the real-life equivalent of, like, some of these, you know, video game CEOs and presidents who are just the sleaziest guys ever. And and it's funny because I hate the real-life CEOs more than I hated Antoine, like, by far. And then the other thing I kind of really didn't didn't really work for me was the romantic subplot. And there is a romantic subplot, and it's probably the weakest part of the movie, and it feels really cliche and kind of had me rolling my eyes at how lazy and obvious it was by the end of the movie. And yeah, that, that was probably the only real thing that I didn't really like. Obviously, I mean, Antoine and what Taika Waititi's portrayal of him, that's really all subjective, but... I think the romantic subplot is probably the weakest part of the movie. But overall, man, I would definitely give this movie a shot if you if you you know if you just want somebody to watch. And yeah, and if you if you're a gamer or like a nerd, you're gonna get a kick out of this movie. And I don't want to spoil anything, but there are a lot of fun Easter eggs and references th- throughout this movie enough to like make me cheer. That that's how cool some of the the moments are in this movie. So I definitely recommend it. But yeah, I'm going to give Free Guy um, 4 out of 5. Yeah, I think it was really good. And definitely something to watch out for. I'm not sure what the next episode will be about. It may be I go, I'll go see Candyman and review that. But definitely, for sure, the next episode or one of the next episodes will be Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is the next MCU installment. And yeah, I am so pumped for this movie. I mean, as as an Asian person, like, you know, it sounds cliche, but yeah, I'm really excited to see an Asian-led superhero movie, a Marvel movie at that, no less. And yeah, I mean, it just looks awesome. I love both of the trailers. And this movie, I think, will be really cool. I, I just can't wait to see it, so... Um, yeah, I definitely can't wait to talk about that movie with all of you as well. So hopefully it'll be either Candyman, but for sure Shang-Chi will be coming down the line. So yeah, thanks for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.